this is Kurt. And this is Jen. And this is Kurt and Jen Make a Podcast. B-Sides edition where we talk about nothing and play games. How are you doing today, Jen? I am so excited, Kurt. Okay. Why don't you, I think I know why you're excited. Why don't you tell our listeners why you are so excited? So we are recording this on Saturday, March 27th, which is the first day that I will be hosting a show at the Tucson Improv Movement. So I am very excited to host it. I know that this is in the past now for our listeners, but I'm still really excited. This is going to be great. Yeah, you're going to be hosting a improv show with four different improv duo teams, including... Yeah. One that you're performing in. Yeah, that we've never practiced, uh, me and Rich. So okay. Rich, Gary, and I are generation rich. And in addition to that, tonight you're going to be doing stand-up for the first time in... Over 10 years. Ten years. <laughs> so, so you've got a lot on your plate tonight. I sure Lots do. Lots of firsts and... Uh, so, and you're feeling excited. That's excellent that you feel that way and not intimidated or scared not, and not that i'm trying to get that into your head <laughs> but, i was gonna say i don't know if you're trying to be a hype person here but it's not working this <laughs> no, is the that, opposite <laughs> of that uh, that is not no that is outstanding you have the absolute right attitude and i'm again i'm jealous that i'm not able to participate in the show and i'm also jealous that i'm not gonna be able to watch it yeah i really want to see you do some improv and some stand-up well, how about we do my stand-up set as the second half of this show today? That would be great. All right. So anything that you're looking forward to this weekend, Kurt? Or this uh, week? Well, I've got a... Well, I'm actually very happy that my parents both got their second shot today. So that's very good. I did see their Facebook post. <laughs> do you follow my parents on Facebook? Uh, your mother friended me on Facebook. Uh, like three months ago, four months ago, it's been a while. Okay. She's on my Facebook and she's a lovely person. So I was very, I gave her a love heart for like the love situation <laughs> yep, yep, yep. for her second dose. Yeah. They took, they took really cute pictures of their arms with a little bandage on it. And it was so cute. Yeah. So they're, yeah. So that's really good. Uh, happy that they're doing that. Uh, tonight I'm going to a friend's. 50th birthday party at uh, uh, Lion, Can- Lion Cantata? No, Hacienda del Sol. I was going to say, right. you're going to the mall for your no. friend's 50th birthday party? <laughs> no. I feel like no. a mall birthday party is like what happens when you're a teenager. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, I'm bad with Spanish, so. <laughs> uh, the del listeners Sol, can't see my eyes, but they got real big. Like, it's... Come on. <laughs> you live in the old Pueblo. You should know at least some of the Spanish words. Ye old Pueblo, right? <laughs> Is that I'm shaking my head no. Ye old with an E Pueblo. <laughs> okay. Hashtag no. It's a- uh, and then, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, and also as Sandra comes back, uh, she's been on spring break up in Oregon, so she's coming back tomorrow. So I'm excited about that. Why don't we all get spring break as adults? This is brilliant. I should take spring break every year. So don't you, do you take spring break, like vacations with the kids when they have spring break? Sometimes it's hard because my schedule depends very much on surgery scheduling. 
And so surgeries get scheduled when surgeries can get scheduled. So you can't like block out a week. Uh, I mean, I can, advance. but then I've got to like talk to people and be like, if I have oh, a case, people are the worst. <laughs> people are the best, Kurt. <laughs> you that made it was sound mean. Like... Every time that... you say that, a fairy dies. <laughs> <laughs> Clap if you believe in fairies. <laughs> oh, he's doing his one-handed weird clap. I had the, my drink in the other hand. I'll do both hands now. Okay, both hands but single hand clapping. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you should be able to, if you've got like a, a family vacation that you got to take, that's really inconvenient if you can't schedule. Well, I mean, I can. Like, I, it's okay. not a big deal. It's just that it does involve interfacing with other people and letting them know and then setting it up and da 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 I'm just not one of those people you're, that likes to do that. So. You're the one that makes it sound like you don't like interfacing with other people. Oh, I got to interface with other people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's maybe the specific people you have to interface no, with. No, <laughs> they are wonderful people. I know. I, I know. work I, at a great company with wonderful people and I couldn't be happier about it. But then the other thing is like I get protective because like I want to go to my surgeries. I don't want other people going to my surgeries. It's more fun for me because I know all the people I'm going to go see. Okay. So have you planned a vacation or maybe not even planned, but have you thought about like the, like a trip you want to take once travel is feasible? So, well, we might actually take a trip this summer. Um, We might be going to Hawaii because my husband has never been and I used to live in Maui. So it would be fun to take all of our kids or all of our kids, the two children, (laughs) all two of them. You're not leaving Reese behind? We're not. (laughs) Reese is the one you always want to bring to the party. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How long did you live in Maui? Not long. Like, it less than a year. Okay. Yeah. And how old were you when you were there? I was old enough to know that I wanted macaroni and cheese, but also old enough to understand that when my mom said that, no, macaroni and cheese is imported and it's expensive, so you're not getting it. And not pushing back. So... <laughs> Wow. I was that old. I don't know. Is that middle school? I have no idea. Three? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think you could, at, at age you know four or five, you can look at the price of a box of macaroni and cheese and see how much that is. It was like, it was, so it was like less than a dollar in the States at the time. Sure. Or like a dollar, maybe. It, but in the... In Hawaii, it was like $3. And my mom was like, I am not paying this. It was probably like $2.53. But it was way over the threshold of that she would allow for macaroni and cheese. So did you only have like top ramen while you were there? We had, yeah, I had ramen. Um, yeah. Because macaroni and cheese is pretty close to the cheapest thing that you can get. At, top ramen then. is cheaper than... Oh, yeah, exactly. That yeah. is the cheapest. I mean, that's I easy. did that's live easy. on top ramen and like um, uh, broiled chicken for my entire grad school experience. And look how you turned out. Good. Ah, <laughs> uh, decent, decent. <laughs> I will give me a solid C to B rating. All right. <laughs> Well, let's. Uh, I, I'm waiting for that diet book to come out. The uh, it's <laughs> the, so good. I would make hot sauce chicken. So each chicken would be a different flavor of hot sauce. 
<laughs> and I would cook all of my chickens at the beginning of the week and then pair it with a ramen. And sometimes I didn't use the flavor packets. Sometimes I made my own sauce. I mean, so bougie. Let me just tell you, when you're broke as heck, working three or four jobs in grad school. So what did you eat if you weren't getting macaroni and cheese? I cannot recall. Probably ramen. And spam? Did you get spam while you were there? No, I did not eat spam. Mm -mm. Because I understand that that is very popular in... And why? It's pink and it's oval spam. Buy it at the mobile spam. It's made in Chernobyl spam. Well, that sounds like fun trip. Um, do you? I, so I assume you don't have any connections there, any friends or anything like no, that. No, not really. Not. It was such a short. It was one of the shortest stints of living that we've had. Well, you said you've lived in how many places? Like eighty-seven. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. So 28, I mean, you think about it, you know, you've been in Tucson for, a while. that's, uh, the average would be like less than a year, right? And you've less been, than a year, yeah, in so most Maui places. Maui would be one of your longer spots, wasn't no, it? No, it was less than a year. By contrast, there we go, uh, I have lived in Tucson now for 11 years, so. Nice. Yeah, it's working out pretty well. I enjoy it. Good, good. Yeah. Well, we, we had a... Uh, our plan was to, before Olivia went off to school, is to go somewhere in Europe. And we were trying to figure out the spot. We were uh, thinking about going for going to England. And I have not even looked into what the travel arrangements would be now to like going abroad. Um, yeah, still- I don't know. I know with Hawaii, you do all have to have negative tests. So me and Dirk would have to have a negative test, no problem. We're both vaccinated um, and we would be completely vaccinated before we would go. And then we'd have to get the kids negative tests. And then you have to test again when you get there. Is there any quarantine period? Not anymore. They've lifted that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. To Hawaii. I don't know about to Europe. Yeah. So eventually we're going to have that trip, but uh, so we're, don't know when, but that's what we'd like to do. Over the summer, if we're not able to go to Europe, we should figure out somewhere domestic to go. That would be fun. You but... should go to Hawaii. <laughs> I hear it's nice. I hear it's I... nice, yeah. But my kids eat a lot of macaroni and cheese, and it sounds expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was back like in the early 90s. We could so... bring our own. We could yeah. probably bring enough for the entire trip. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. So brilliant. Yes. You can bring your own macaroni and cheese. Have you been to a luau? Yes, I have. It's like you're required to if you're a white person from the mainland <laughs> going to Hawaii. Yeah. I actually enjoyed that. I, th- I mean, it was kind of cheesy, but it was fun. It's super I, duper cheesy. So, yeah. <laughs> I, so obviously I love it. Because anything with any level of cheese I love. We have eight different types of cheese in our fridge currently. So I mean it in any sense of the word cheesy. Do you have a coconut bra? <laughs> I do not. I used to. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Lost it in one of the moves. When you lived there? Or was this like a, uh, no. a sorority thing? It was. I don't think it was a sorority thing. I don't think I ever dressed in a coconut bra for a sorority thing. No. Yeah. So I think it was like high school. I don't know. 
for you guys something. Did South Pacific or something? No, we did not do South Pacific. <laughs> so I understand that you are watching the new Marvel TV show. I am. Matthew and I have been watching the first two. We watched the first two episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And the the first episode, have you guys looked at it? We have not yet. So I would like to hear why I should or should not watch this TV show. So uh, the first episode was okay. It was kind of setting it up and it had, you know, a nice uh, action sequence with uh, with Falcon. That was fun. But it's it was a little slow. And uh, and then the second episode was actually was actually quite funny. There were lots the, the interaction between Falcon and uh, and Bucky are actually pretty funny. And there was one scene that looked like a straight up improv scene that there's no way that they could have scripted this particular scene. That was, uh, uh, it was very humorous. And, uh, so I'm, I, I really enjoy the interaction between those two. So, well, maybe next week we'll start doing recaps of Falcon and the winter soldier. Okay. That would be great. You've got, so you're two down and you're going to force me to remember, <laughs> Uh, episodes from weeks ago you can do this thing it's called re-watching re-watching that was what a professional podcaster would do yeah we will see what i do <laughs> i was gonna say most of the wandavision recaps that we did i watched wandavision at least two or three times before we recorded oh okay yeah. that's why you were getting the facts of the episodes better than i was perhaps but you do more research on the music episodes so what are you gonna do We'll just call it even. So in the time that Sandra has been gone, I have actually finished watching the television program, The Wire, which is a really good show. Mm-hmm. It's uh, and, and it's, it's kind of dated, you know, it's 2003 to 2008, I think it w- when it was on, but uh, I kind of, kind of binge watched that in the last week when I was, you know, just hanging out here with Matt and, uh, it's done. <laughs> it was like sixty episodes, and it was a real it was a real binge. Do you feel that it. you've accomplished so much in this time? No, it more like felt uh, like slightly unburdening, right? So you know, you've got a show that you're watching, and it's like you don't have to watch it to fruition. No, like you don't have to watch it to the very end. No, I know, but it was like good enough that you didn't want to stop watching it. Uh, and but you don't seem excited about it, so it doesn't seem like it was worth the time. Well, should I be excited that I'm done with it? I'm not like, uh, I'm, it's not like I'm. Well, it, it is like slightly unburdening, and I, I'm also going to probably end up watching a bunch of those episodes again with Sandra when she comes back because we were watching it up to a point, and then I was like, oh, wait a minute, this was a thing that you were watching together that you then started watching. By yourself? That is like the cardinal sin in a marriage. I got permission. Okay, she well, said, thank goodness for that. While I'm gone, you can watch The Wire. And I'm assuming that she may have watched an episode or two on, you know, while she's up there. So, right. We, but, And I also told her that I would watch the episodes with her when she comes back. So Aww. they're really that good. It's, it's, I mean, some really excellent acting in this show. And well, that's, that's terrific. The, so it's probably one of those... Not a lot of people are out there listening, thinking, can you, can you recommend a TV show from the mid to, you know, the 20, 
what would that aughts. Episode, the, the aughts, aughts the mid aughts that uh, you can recommend and but that is one that I can recommend the water good. is very good you have absolutely I can tell by your face you have absolutely no interest no in interest at all there are no wizards or fairies or dragons so so uh, not sold all right well hmm. hey Kurt yeah you want to take a little break I absolutely do. Hey, this is Duke Truler, and I'm the host here at Knuckleheads. I'm so glad to see so many of you out here tonight. We have got a great set of stand-ups for you, so let's make sure to put your hands together for all of them, uh, and uh, be sure to tip your waitresses. But for right now, our first comic comes all the way from Tucson, Arizona. Let's give it up for Jen Lampers. <laughs> Thank you so much for that awesome introduction, Duke. I really appreciate it. Um, so I'm Jen Lampers, um, and if you couldn't tell by my like slightly edgy but mostly graying haircut, or the fact that I look like I might have cookies in my purse, I am a mother. Yeah, so I've got two boys, which means that in addition to being a working mom, I am also a full-time referee. I am not sure when they decided that they hated each other and they must conquer and dominate for like whatever kind of weird male thing that is happening. But it happened sometime when they were just babies. When the 10 month old, I've got a 10, like they were about two and a half years apart. When the little guy was 10 months old, he and the two and a half year old at that time were fighting for I glory um, to have this Tupperware container that meant absolutely nothing. There was nothing in the Tupperware container. It was empty. It was one of those that you use to store Christmas items, like nothing good. And so the bigger guy, two and a half, I mean, he's big stuff, flips that thing over, sits on it and is like, what you gonna do, baby? You gonna come for me? <laughs> And that baby puts his shoulder into it and just starts pushing him around the house. Meanwhile, the kid on top is screaming and calling for the ref. And I'm like, I don't see any blood. <laughs> I don't know if I need to get involved. Eventually, the screams got to my ears, though. And so I did break it up. But it makes me feel really, really proud because this kid, he doesn't take anybody's guff. He could be, you know, a thug or some hired goon could be a bouncer could even be an irs agent you know just a mother's dream <laughs> but that is not where his skills stop the same kid now emotionally manipulates everyone in the household so he will come up to you and he'll be like hey mom mom i really need some orange yogurt with a straw i'll give you a kiss <laughs> And he'll make a kissy face at you. And you're like, I can't. You're, what? So obviously I have to get him whatever it is he demands because I'm going to get a kiss out of it. And I'm thinking like, he's got good gigolo management already. Like this is, I, this could work out well. <sighs> he also really enjoys being nude. Just 100% no clothing. He is five years old now. And I will take him home from preschool and I open the door, he's fully closed, right? I open the door to get home and we're walking inside, open the door, walk in, turn around, just down to his boxer briefs. I do not know what happened to the rest of the clothes, but they are gone. And then I kind of blink, like do one of those 
like takes and all of a sudden no clothes at all no I don't even know where the boxer briefs went just fully nude and he's got a new thing where he likes to grab his clothes that he's just taken off and swing them around so I mean like he is working hard for this I'm like I don't understand where did you even learn that did you watch Magic Mike it hasn't played in our household. I didn't buy it. It hasn't shown up on our bill yet. So I don't know. But he started taking this to our to my Zoom meetings at work where he'll just like run behind me really quickly and like laughing, like naked. And I'm like, oh God, thank God I work with, you know, like most of the other moms because they understand. Um, but the other day he came into my Zoom, like he came into my office while I'm on my Zoom meeting holding a mug of chocolate milk, just fully nude and just like saunters behind me. Like, you know, another day, another dollar. Am I right? <laughs> so maybe if being a mob boss's strong armed guy doesn't work out for him, he's got the makings to be a really good stripper. <laughs> and that's my time, folks. Thanks so much. I'm Jen Lampers. All right. Thank you, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that was fun. W- would you be interested in any any thoughts that I have on that, Jen? Sure, I would love notes. Please note that everything that I said is one hundred percent true. Oh, I understand. Yeah, I, I, I and I know that he's gonna be a gigolo. So that's <laughs> he's gonna be such a good gigolo. Let's see. So first of all, in the list of the different jobs, I would put bouncer first. Since bouncer that's, first, that's a real job. And it then... is a real job, not thug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, and then as far as like the um, uh, that you know them fighting over the piece of Tupperware where they're fighting over you know fighting for just glory. Maybe if you can like have a analogous situation uh, for that adults might do. Like and I'm uh, I, one's not coming to me right now, but uh, like uh, this isn't a great one, but like like. Two executives. Getting the best parking spot. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's exactly (laughs) what I was going to say. Two executives like battling over like the best parking spot or the best office with, you know, the office with the best view or something like that. Um, So it's, it's something that yes, us males do even, (laughs) even at advanced ages. (laughs) Um, And then, uh, then maybe you could uh, like uh, talk about how you're, going to concede that he needs to uh uh that, that i do needs, need to no that he is going to be a stripper or a gigolo mm-hmm. and so that you're getting him to like do setups or something like that because <laughs> right now he's got no definition of he's abs. all flat it's got all baby fat <laughs> it's all that baby fat it's adorable but it's not going to make the money those are just a few notes that I had. I love it, Kurt. Thank you. I also wrote a little bit to open tonight's show. Oh. If you wanted to listen to that little bit. I do want to hear it. It's just a short bit. So Okay. Okay. So I am so excited for tonight. It's been such an exciting week. We got the vaccines open for 16 plus here in Arizona, which is amazing. So I have been just as annoying as a Taylor Swift fan and have been like signing people up for their spots. So I have been grabbing those spots and getting them in there. And it I, it does take a lot of tenacity. So I am just as annoying as an actual Taylor Swift fan at this point. <laughs> And then I was going to launch into talking about the shows. 
um, maybe you could even say that uh, I just I even signed up for a few with some fake names. So if there's anyone out there, <laughs> John Smith, you want a vaccine? Go to CVS next Tuesday. <laughs> I would do that right. on this podcast, but I wouldn't do that in real life because okay. I didn't really make it a fake appointment. I made all real appointments to help real people. So today alone, I made two appointments. Yesterday, I made three appointments. The day before, I made one appointment. So I have been trying so hard to get these appointments. And I do really feel super annoying because I'm like, do you people want these appointments? You've told me you do. Like some people have like straight up given me all their information. And then they're like, do you need my social? I'll give it to you. You know, I tried to do that. I tried to do that with you. And you said, no, no, that's all right. I... That's because we were both trying to get appointments at the same exact time. So now that I've gotten everyone in my family an appointment, I am now feeling beholden to the rest of my community. Okay. I understand that. But I would, when I brought up the idea of you setting one up for me, since you were setting one up for your husband anyway, I was like, come on. It's, yeah, we're in the same group. You could just throw my name down there. You've got all my information. You saw how hard it was to make appointments I, when your I group opened up. I absolutely did, which is exactly why I wanted you to do it for me. <laughs> well, rest assured that now all of Spectacles either has had their vaccine <laughs> or is getting their vaccine on Wednesday at 5 p.m. at CVS. Spectacles is an improv group with Jen, me, <laughs> Timmy, Cassie, and Joel. So, <laughs> Oh, well... Anyway, and it and as it turned out, I was able to get my appointment before you got one for Dirk. So that is true. Although he got his appointment the day before you. Yes. And so he got his vaccine the day before you. Understood. I get how that works. <laughs> it was actually funny. I don't think I told you this, but I when I showed up to uh, to Safeway, I stood in line for about uh, like twenty minutes before. The, um, before I actually got to the person who was checking us in, someone came through the line and was like, like took my insurance card and, and that kind of thing. Sure. But, but by the time I actually got to the person at the desk who was checking me in, they did not have my appointment on their <gasps> sheet. And I was freaking out there for a second, but they had like, you know, here are all the 12, 15 appointments. Here are all the 12, 30 appointments. And then there were no 12.45 appointments. And then there was one o'clock. And I was like, I, I have a 12.45 appointment. And I had the, you know, the thing on my phone and I showed it to them. And they're like, all right, I guess we'll give you a shot. <laughs> that is awesome and terrifying at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, I'm usually a, like, you know, put together person. I usually have a good idea of like everything and I check the boxes, but occasionally I do have these mental lapses and like maybe, you know, I was worried that I signed up for the wrong location or the wrong day or, but I did not. This was not me. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. That is yeah. good. I will say, uh, cause I got vaccinated with healthcare workers, um, back in January and I brought every form of ID that I could possibly muster. I had every hospital ID that I have. I have seven. I had uh, I Wait, had a letter. Have, like seven? Like from all the different hospitals you go to? So I have vendor credentialing badges. So I have credentialed with seven different companies that can get me like access to hospitals. And so all of those show like my 
like my documents, right? Like they all have my like history, my career, my everything. And then I also brought a letter from my company explaining what it is that I do. I brought my letter from the health department that said, please sign up now uh, based on what you do. And like, and I also brought, um, you can't see it behind me, but my, um, my licensure, I brought it in the frame. I was like, here's my state license. (laughs) passport, uh, two Whatever utility you bills, need. Yeah. a library card. <laughs> Always have my library card in the car. It's very uh, important. Actually, there, there was an email that we saw from uh, Raytheon where I work that said, uh, you know, bring your Raytheon badge just in case. Uh, and I, I actually didn't even do <gasps> that. So. You didn't bring your badge? I made sure Dirk had his. You know what? They didn't even check. So I know. They didn't even check Dirk either. <laughs> what are you going to do? I am going to go back in three weeks and get my final shot is what I'm going to do. Heck yeah, you are. Yeah. And let I, may I just say that I am glad that even though it is, quote, annoying to do the V-safe check-in, I am glad that you are doing it because it is helpful for the CDC. So if you get your vaccine, please go ahead and sign up for the V-safe check-in. Yes. It and- is a daily check-in for the first week, and then it is weekly and then it's daily again after your second dose. And then it's after six weeks, three months, and six months, and then a year. And it takes less than a minute to complete. It, yes. And so knowing that, it is actually easier for, you know, just to do that daily thing. Because if it was like daily for the next, you know, eight weeks, it'd be like, oh, man, what a hassle. But yeah, what a hassle e- less than a minute is. <laughs> well every day so anyway it's just <laughs> just do it every day yeah but anyway it's just for the first week that you have to do it once a day so and just, and the week following your second vaccine yeah right so do it it's it's good data for people to uh, evaluate the effectiveness and the side effects of the of the vaccine so do it Hey, Jen, what's keeping you happy this week? Well, I am still, I know I said this last week, but I'm still very excited that the Tucson Improv Movement is open for live shows and that I get the pleasure to host one of them. Um, It has been something that I wanted to do, and this weekend I get to rip the bandage off and do it. So I am looking forward to it tonight. This is great. And you, you even took a... Hosting workshop, if I remember Hosting with the mosting, as I believe what it was called, per my notes. Oh, okay. Very good. Yeah. I I did not take notes on that one. Uh, I, took... I was in the same workshop, which is how I know that you did that. But uh, <laughs> Yes. And I think the first, the, the first clue or the first note that they gave was, remember the names of the acts. Do you remember That's the nice. names of all the acts? I do. I could tell you them right now in order. Do it. Uh, Portman Splain is up first. Up second is Generation Rich, and then it's Conspiracy Theory. And last but certainly not least is Legal Torts. Who is Conspiracy Theory? Conspiracy Theory is Patrick and Jesse. Oh, okay. So cool. I am really looking forward to seeing whatever that is all about. Yeah. I think it might be a secret because it's a conspiracy theory. Is it the first time that they've performed together? At least as Conspiracy Theory. Okay. Yeah. I think that they performed together before. I mean, she was in Last Kiss, which was Patrick's show, so 
movie oh, no, you, no, no. that you were in, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think this is the first I mean, time that they are I mean, conspiracy theory. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So that's great. You've got the names down, and uh, it sounds like you're all prepped to host a great show. I sure hope so, Kurt. <laughs> so, hey, Kurt. Yeah. What is keeping you happy this week? Well, I am happy that I finished The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> I am so happy for you. Yes, it's it's uh yeah, it was like I said, it was a really great show. I enjoyed watching it and I am happy that I am done with it. <laughs> so, now I've got to figure out the next show that I'm going to watch. So, uh maybe so listeners write into us and tell us what's the next show that yeah. Kurt should watch what's so a good send show? us an yeah send us an email at curtainjenpod at gmail.com uh and if you care i've got most of the streaming services but uh hbo max and netflix and apple tv and disney plus so um yeah something that i can i can binge a little bit what are you watching something right now jen i am not because i am currently reading four books wouldn't a serial method work a little bit better for these books? Sometimes. So sometimes I'll focus on one book, um, but sometimes I get like into many books at the same time. And then I have to just dedicate like X amount of time. So I block certain times of day to read each one. Okay. What's, what's the favorite of the four that you're reading right now? Well, this is the trashiest of the four. Um, <laughs> and it's a little book called The Duke and I, which you may know is the source material for Bridgerton on Netflix. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> it gets a little steamy. Okay. Good times. Have you watched Bridgerton? I did, yeah. I watched all of Bridgerton. And is it good? It is good. Okay. The book is oh. slightly different, which always makes me happy. Like, I always like to see the adaptations. Do you recommend Bridgerton? I would recommend Bridgerton. Just know you're getting into a steamy period piece. It gets steamy later in. So okay. at the beginning, it's more like Pride and Prejudice, Jane Austen, and then it gets steamy. So it is a well, it's a nice balance of the two. All right. Well, so if you're going to write in with a suggestion, make sure it's better than Bridgerton. Because <laughs> that sounds like a good one to go to next. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, this is Kurt. And this is Jen. And, and we, we just, just made, made a podcast. podcast. That was fun. But now we're done. We've got to run. Goodbye. Goodbye.